You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. This week, I'm actually pretty excited to just go on this tangent because the more I keep following the same kind of pattern of letting something marinate for a while and then allowing it to unfold for the episode, it's really just shown me how many more spirit crumbs I can get and how many more connections can come up in between. And so this topic actually kind of started the one where I talked about my first Thursday off, the one that was slowing down to receive. In that episode, the original recording, I actually talked for a while about um, how there were so many more animals attracted to me since I felt the last kind of shift in energy, the one I was describing where like I felt as if my head had moved over a bit separately from me, had some sort of an upgrade and then came back. And since then, all these animals were attracted to me and I mentioned that in that episode. And then just in the interest of keeping it to be a shorter length, I took it out. Part of me was like, okay, I feel like I still want to bring this up, but you know what? Maybe it's just going to have to wait for another episode. And today is the full moon eclipse in Scorpio. And I kind of felt like recording today. I was going to leave it till tomorrow and I probably could have recorded it last week with what I had, but the same thing sort of happened as last week's episode where I recorded the episode and then immediately after it was like, maybe I should talk about this in the next week. And so I kind of just let it unfold. And one of the things I've been thinking about with this eclipse is how with Scorpio being the sign that it's in, there's a lot of energy around transformation and starting and ending cycles and really releasing things that are kind of deep within us that are ready to be released. And again, as usual, I'm not an astrologer. So these are just things that I kind of have a felt myself and then had validated when I've looked at different astrological resources, heard different forecasts, etc. But I also got really curious because I knew that last year around this time, I was really having a lot of this like tower moment, death card energy. And then today I pulled my cards a little later than usual. And I, again, all week I've been getting the death card, different transformation cards, all these things that are along that line. And I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm doing pretty good at following my spirit crumbs. So whatever it is, I'm sure will be a positive change, but I have been feeling this. And at the beginning of the week, some of you who follow me on Instagram know, the first few days this week, I felt like a ton of bricks hit me and I didn't feel sick. I was just like, I, it was like, I just had no energy. 
And I had this like intuitive knowing that it was energetic and that it was kind of preparing me for this eclipse and what was going to be coming next for me. So I've had this focus obviously on plants and knowing that art was going to be a bigger piece, but I can feel it expanding more. I know I talked about how I was told in a couple of readings that I needed to leave a lot of space for myself and then not fill it up. And I was like, yeah, you know what? This week I was thinking about it. Like I did take on extra work that I probably didn't have the capacity for. And then I got, you know, this kind of like energy draining a few days. And so it was kind of like it was the universe's way of showing me you know, this is what happens when you don't listen to what you've been trying to work on, right? Like I've been trying to leave more space. And so this, I think, is a major pattern for me. So I do believe like this cycle might be more about me releasing that pattern, that workaholic pattern that I have and needing control over things and really looking too close at the details sometimes instead of looking at the bigger picture. Um, but yeah, today I pulled the Panther card, which I pulled a couple times in the last week or so, which is all about removing stagnation. If you guys remember, this card was one of the very first readings that I got from someone is the reason I have this deck was that I realized my fear was stagnation. And I don't feel like I've been stagnant. I have been making changes in the last while, but I do just feel like this pattern is kind of what needs to kind of be really but I also pulled the 16 disruption card, which is like the equivalent of the tower card in the John Holland deck today. And I was like, okay, like this is intense. Like getting both of those today is really big. And I pulled the Gemini card. So I do feel like this is like in anticipation of it being Gemini season, I guess the end of this week. And I feel like it's a good sign because it's with the six of wands, which is like celebration and victory and being seen for what you're doing. So I feel like it's more moving in a positive direction. Like I said, last year, the tower moments were very intense and things that were difficult to move through. And I feel like this is going to be difficult, whatever this shift is, whatever the actual physical manifestation of this might be. But I do feel more prepared for it. And the reason I'm talking a lot about like last year and comparing is that I got curious because when I knew I was going to talk about animals, I remembered that I had done an episode on spirit crumbs through animals last year or I knew it was last year sometime but I didn't know when last year and I thought you know what I should look and see because now I've done two kind of on plant and I kept scrolling and scrolling and I've unfortunately I don't title my episodes with the episode number which I might go through and just change at some point but what I found interesting was that it was at this exact time last year it was literally May 18th that it went out and today that you're listening to it is May 17th. And so I was like, that's so interesting and talk about cycles, you know, with the eclipse, even just in general, I was like, I seem to be going through a lot of similar themes to this time last year. So I looked at what other episodes were around that time and I was like, oh my goodness, because I was talking about all these Scorpio type of themes in like end of April, beginning of May last year as well. I was talking about also the harvest cycle through like the houses, the 12 houses. And that was really interesting to me because I don't check in with that too often throughout the year. It's like occasional, but it seems like this time of year was when I was really interested in it, obviously last year, and I started thinking about it. So right now I have to say also, I did get an updated, like more accurate birth time for myself. So most of everything is the same. But I think my like fifth 
and whatever the opposite to that is, the 11th, I guess. Um, those houses are actually, I think, in, I think the fifth house is in Gemini. So it's Gemini and Sagittarius, not Taurus and Scorpio. But I also did an episode on the Taurus and Scorpio axis in my chart the same week that I talked about the harvest cycle and the houses. And so I was like, that's so interesting. And the other themes that I was talking about were processing endings, returning to silence. This goes to tell you how long it takes for me to finally listen to some of these cycles that are outside of my Capricorn nature because my North node is in Pisces. So my South node is in Virgo, which is another earth sign. So I'm very heavy on the earth energy that's familiar to me, but I'm supposed to be moving into more of a flow. And I was getting these messages to slow down, to take breaks, rest last year. And I really didn't do it immediately after this series of episodes, the ones I'm talking about, I decided instead of just giving myself time that I did uh, an eight week series on the chakras and I did two episodes a week, one myself and one that was an interview. And I decided around that time as well to do a seven week series of energy, a group energy healing sessions on the chakras. And, you know, this is exactly what's happening. And this is why I think the message came through so specifically through that mediumship reading that I have to stop filling in the space that I leave myself. And I feel like that's something that's really important that that's why now it's, I think the exact thing that I'm meant to be focusing on right now is that I ended up physically feeling it in my body this time. What happens when I don't leave that space? So, but then I actually opened up the book of houses, the book that I have that talks about the harvest cycle. And the fourth house makes so much sense for why these themes come up at this time, because the theme of it is that it's the house of pruning and weeding. And so this talks about how, you know, in Aries season and spring in the third house, you know, we're all about like, we're so excited. We're so inspired. We want to do all the things. We start a million things. We say yes to all the things. And then when it comes around to this time in Taurus, when we're trying to slow down, you know, we're trying to ground ourselves. We have to think, okay, how many of those things are actually getting me to where I want to go overall? And it's interesting because in my journaling and in my own um, reflections in the last month, I've been thinking about like big picture, what would my ultimate goal be? And I actually wrote down to be like an artist and a healer, to be spending my time in nature, doing my own random research, all those things, but also like leading people through similar things and leading workshops. And I was like, I'm not really doing a lot of any of that. And, you know, I need to now realize that the things to nurture and to give more space to, those are two like themes that are in this house. I need to expand the amount of time that I'm doing my art, not to limit it only to that one day, but to try to make space as much as possible for doing those things. And so it talks also about how the fourth house is about the home. I think it's cancer. Yeah, it's cancer. That is the usual sign for this. The mother, you know, which I have a cancer moon as well. So it's also like something that I think is important to me in general as well for just feeling like safe and feeling secure. And it talks about how this is our connection to our ancestors. It's this time that we are also connecting back to like our home, our family, our neighborhood. And I've actually seen, I've had three different well, four different social interactions this week, like with plans with people, which as you guys have probably heard me talk about, I'm very much a hermit. I'm by myself most of the time. And so this does make sense that it's at this time that I'm really getting back out into the world. I'm thinking about what's important to me. And one of the things that really stuck out too, is that it talks about 
like clutter. And so that's another theme is like your immediate environment and whatever is around you is impacting how you're able to achieve your goals. And I talk about this a lot and I try my best to have what I need around me. But now I'm seeing like I still have all this clutter. And when I'm being creative, I create a disaster because I just need to see all the things, all the options, all the possibilities, any possible material I might want to work with. It needs to be like within my eyesight or I just keep walking around looking for. So it is the time where I can see things and I'm like, okay, what do I actually need? And so with that being said, the one part that really sticks out the most from this whole theme of this fourth house, the house of pruning and weeding, is that it talks about how pruning is a lot more difficult than weeding. I don't really see things as weed, but if you're like, a gardener, you know, when you see something that you're like, that doesn't belong here, I don't want that here. And you can remove it, right? There's almost like less guilt around it. Like there's less thinking, you're just like, get out of here, you pull them all out, right? That's the first step. And so that's like talking about the things that we know are bad for us or the things that we know are not in alignment. So you know, with this eclipse energy, it's still potent when you're listening to this, it's like, it's still not releasing energy to think of like things that you know you need to do or you know you need to get rid of, whether that's physical decluttering, commitment, anything that you just know for sure already is like needs to go. The things that are obvious. But pruning is sometimes more difficult even for gardeners because sometimes you have to cut back a healthy part of the plant in order for it to expand more later and to reach its potential. And so there's this part about cutting back your dreams to allow them to expand to their full potential. And for me, what's scary, but also like I've known this, it's one of those things I've been talking about recently and you guys know my pattern. If I talk about it, if I think about it, it means it has to happen eventually. And one of the things that's been coming up for me is that I really cannot take on any more like audio or editing clients. I feel like I'm still good with the clients that I have as like my um, like subscribed, you know, monthly already in there kind of clients. But for the one-offs and the batches and stuff, I just, I can't keep doing it. And even though it's a healthy part of my business and of my practice, because I am still receiving money for it, I still have, have clients coming to me. It's time for me to like either find someone else to pass this on to, which I've started to do with different aspects of my business. I found people that could maybe start to take on some of the workload, but not enough to for me to feel like I can just easily do that. But I think at this time, what's important to remember is that my responsibility is to myself. If I were the client and someone said to me, I can no longer help you with this work, you're going to have to find someone else, I wouldn't expect them to provide the solution. I would just be like, okay, I'll find someone else. Like, I guess I have to start looking again. I'll ask around, right? Check with my community. And I think that's something that is my like people pleasing stuff coming up again, where it's like, because I think I can do that, or I could do it. It's something that I feel is important to like stay connected to people to not disappoint people. But at the same time, I don't have the energy and I just don't have the connections right now. And so it doesn't make sense for me to spend my time looking at alternatives for other people when it doesn't matter who I end up finding, it may not be aligned for that other person. And I think a lot of times too, it's like maybe it's time for that person to like start expanding their network. Like maybe this is a sign that they need to meet more people, have more of these business conversations, right? And, you know, connect with other podcasters, find out who they're using, right? And I think 
I forget that that's how I make my connections. Like when I want to meet someone, if I hear someone that's doing something interesting, I actually have gotten pretty good at actually reaching out and just sending a message and being like, hey, I'd really like to work with you. Or, hey, did you want to connect? I feel like we have some stuff in common. And I think that's part of that like energy of starting to get back out in the world. Like we're getting to Gemini, right? That's when we start networking. So start to think about if there's anything that like you feel you need to do that maybe you just need to expand your network more and then start thinking of ways you can do that because I think that's part of what I'm being shown here is that like I'm resourceful and I always find what I need so that's going to be really hard for me but I feel like that's a big part of this shift because I do see it being positive I don't see it being like any horrific things like last year happening right who knows maybe there's something major I'm not aware of obviously I don't know what's on the horizon but The feeling that I get around it is more because of this card coming up with like Gemini and the Six of Wands. I do feel like it's me actually just really focusing on the things that light me up, which is difficult. Um, But yeah, so in the episode where I was talking about slowing down to receive, what I was talking about is how I, one of the characters I always really enjoy is Snow White. And now I know there's problematic things about all Disney movies, but the general concept that she's like in the forest, all these little animals, all the little woodland creatures, which is like exactly what I love. They all come around and are hanging out with her and helping her. And that's kind of how I feel a bit like animal and like nature energy is that it's like all something I have access to. And so I just have a soft spot for it. I feel like it's interesting too, that in the episode that I did last time on the animals as spirit crumbs, I specifically was talking about at the Arboretum, all of these animals that I saw. And this weekend, for the first time since last year, since last summer, when I still had my car, I went to the Arboretum twice. And I went for like a nice long walk yesterday with my friend. And I had been talking to her about what I said in my original recording for slowing down to receive. How animals, every time I have one of these shifts, are really attracted to me. I was telling her this story about how When it was still like end of winter, beginning of spring, I was walking through this uh, trail where it's already like an off-leash area, but I always know there's going to be dogs. And I was coming back from the library and everyone's dogs always come to me in general there just because they're out. But this day, it was like people's dogs like thought they were supposed to be with me. And this one dog in particular, it got to this point in the path where the dog had gone back to the owner after coming over a few times, but there's this part in the path that forks in the middle of it and I had this knowing that the guy was going to go the long way around so that I could take the like straight route up to to leave and when he went that way the dog was a little bit behind us because he was like sniffing at stuff and I was kind of like aware I had my music turned off because so I could hear like the crunching so still a bit of snow and this guy's dog literally turned to to me and started following me instead of him and I was laughing because like you could see through because it was all like you know just the bare trunks and like really it's really like thin basically twigs in there and I like stopped and the dog was like planted right beside me like full on like just like this is where I'm supposed to be I'm not moving sitting down and the guy had to like call the dog and was like apologizing and I was like no it's fine even like people when I'm walking the dogs would come like like pull away from the owners to like come towards me even if I'm across the street like it's been very weird okay so this part is actually after I just finished the episode and had it ready to go I went for a walk and I saw this guy with two dogs he was going across the street to where his car was parked and he had his two dogs not on leashes and he pulled them over to himself so this lady could walk by and I was walking up and I was like oh gosh what's gonna happen here 
I walk up and as I'm walking by, one of the dogs who he thinks is like right beside him because they were sitting like at his feet starts coming over to me and then starts getting really excited and jumping up. And they're both like really small, like cute dogs. And it's almost like obsessed with me. It's like rolling around by my feet, like curling up to me, jumping up and down. And he was like, I'm so sorry. He doesn't do this all the time. He does get excited sometimes. And I told him, I was like, you know, it's funny because like, I feel like it's my energy. I don't have dogs, but everyone's dogs are like obsessed with me. And he was like, it must be your energy or something. So then he pulls the dog back over and he's like, sorry about that. And I was like, that's okay. But as I start walking away, the dog starts following me and I get like a house or two down and I realize the dog's with me and I just like stop and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So yeah, I literally just finished this episode and then that happened. So it's still happening. It's not a fluke. It's definitely something in my energy. Anyways, back to the next part. But also I've noticed that the wildlife, like squirrels, birds, things that normally, you know, you walk towards them and they run up a tree or like fly into a tree, they just kind of look at me. And then I'm like, is it just because they're getting comfortable and I'll like watch. And when I see other people walking, they fly away, they like run. And I'm like, so. And then I was telling this to my friend how this is the major theme. We're finally getting to it after my long rambling. But the main animal that's been coming up for me is the rabbit. I had it in a card. I think I may have talked about it in an episode. I've had it as a theme in the animal spirit deck where it's talking about like the more you talk about your fears, the more they're going to manifest. But I felt like that was also just in general, like me talking about things, like speaking things into existence. And like, it's me talking myself out of my fears sometimes. And that was a theme that I had in mind for it. But I thought to myself, you know, with rabbits, there's a lot of different symbolism for them. Like there's fertility, like springtime, there's all these things. And I noticed that when it got really warm here a couple weeks ago, even before then a little bit, there was this rabbit. I'm sure it could be multiple rabbits, obviously, but like when I was on my walk, I would see a rabbit around the same general area. Sometimes on different sides of the street, but like the same street. And I would see it at different times when I was out. I saw it the first time in the morning was the time I was talking about in the original recording for the Slowing Down to Receive episode. And it was with all these squirrels and it was kind of hiding. And I saw it kind of like turn and like see me and it was staring at me and it was like kind of frozen where it was. But then I got closer and it didn't move. And it kind of even took like a little mini step towards me. And I was like, it's weird. And I didn't want to like disturb it or anything. So I like kept walking. But in the evenings and at different times, I've seen this rabbit like everywhere and it doesn't move. It can be like in the middle of someone's lawn so that I'm like within like a couple steps I could be walking up to it and it doesn't move. It just sits. It doesn't even do the thing like you, you know, and you can see like they're twitching happening and they're like ready to move kind of. It wasn't even doing that. Like it was just sitting there just looking right at me. And I was like, kind of interesting. And then I thought to myself, you know, asking my guides if this is going to be like an animal guide for me. I need to be able to see it somewhere other than like here because maybe it just lives here, right? And I'm just out in the evening. And then a few days later, I was walking and it was like uh, a rabbit, again, probably not the same rabbit, but could be a few streets over, like near the end of where I walked to. There was one on someone's lawn there and same thing. It just sat there and I like walked and somebody was outside actually across the street and sitting on their, (laughs) on their porch. So I don't want to be super weird, 
but because like it was close to the people's driveway, I walked up the driveway a bit like towards it and it didn't move. And again, I didn't want to actually scare it. So I didn't get too close, but I was like within a couple feet and it was just like sitting, they had taller grass, like they hadn't cut their grass. So like, I think it felt like it was hidden, but still like I was like walking right up to it. I wasn't even walking that slow. And so I was telling all this to my friend while we were on this walk through the trail, like the old route I used to go or through all the trails. And we came across this chipmunk that was in a tree that she saw it actually. And she knows how much I love chipmunks. And I looked over and I was like, oh, he's in the tree. That's so cute. And then I just started walking over and I was still talking to her like full volume, walking through it. Like it's, you know, it's the forest. You can hear me walking on like the leaves and stuff. And I kept walking and he kind of like moved a little bit, but I got so close. And it was again, that thing where I was like, I don't want to invade its space too much. I like, I expected it to run away, but I kept getting closer and closer and closer. And it just stayed there until I got like, maybe like a couple of feet from the tree. And then it went up, but just to like a higher branch. It didn't like go up and hide or, like on the other side of the tree, like they usually do. It just like went up one branch where it was like, I see you, but like, I don't want to touch you. Right. So she saw it. She's like, oh my gosh, you weren't kidding. Because like, it, we kept being surprised every time I took another step it, it just stayed there. So I just wanted to say that like, I feel like that's an energy that happens. Like when I'm really in alignment, I'm really paying attention to my energy. I'm doing a lot more healing work. I actually did a healing session for myself the other day. This just came to mind now when I was feeling like really out of it. I was like, I cannot have another day like this. Like I'm exhausted and I have so much to do. I was behind in work, which I hate as you guys can imagine with being the way I am and like feeling useless I think is my other biggest fear like stagnation and being useless those are like the two things that I just like can't and I was starting to feel that and then I actually got to a point where I said to myself I was sitting at my desk before this healing session I was sitting at my desk and I was journaling and I was working on something on my computer after and I kept having this thought about like feeling guilty like I haven't done the work that I should have done maybe I shouldn't take Thursday off this week And then in my head, I heard, yeah, you don't deserve it. And I was like, okay, well, now I have to take the day off, right? And, you know, this feeling, I just knew it was a separate thing. Like, I knew it wasn't actually me. I knew it was, like, a separate thing. And I believe this was, like, around the time that I was like, okay, I need to maybe go lay down and do, like, a healing session. And I didn't even intentionally do it. I didn't even do a full, like, ritual. But I just had my eyes closed. I was so tired. I, like, didn't even want to. And I just said, like, I'm open for whatever healing to happen. I'm just laying here for a minute. And I was just, had the windows open. There's a nice breeze coming in. And I could feel like this intense like shifting of energy in different areas and like I could feel like my heart beating faster and all this stuff happening and then sure enough like by the end of that night I felt a lot better I felt like I had energy so that was like a really interesting thing to happen that came so naturally but it was like because I said yes to myself too and I was like no you are going to have this day off you're not going to give up your day off just because of this but The more I do things like that, the more I connect with this, like I get, for me, it feels like connecting to like unity consciousness, that energy that like, we're all part of the same energy. We are all part of that, like love, universal love, unconditional love energy. And that's kind of what I feel like the more you tap into that animals respond to that. 
like animals and children you know how they say if like animals and children like you that like you're a good person like they can feel that that's kind of what i feel like except it's like very intense i always try to go towards chipmunks and squirrels and stuff i this is not something i just tried for the first time i'm always doing it and i know the difference in the way i feel energetically and they usually like run away and i want to get close to them this is so different it was like I was looking right at it. And then fast forward to today, I went to, I got up early and went to the spot that I talked about in that episode uh, by the little creek. And it's all filled in with leaves now. Like it looks totally different. And it's, you can see all these chipmunks and things like chipmunks, squirrels all over the place. And then I was going to get a different view on the other side before I left um, from like this higher point. And this squirrel was on a tree and it had something that it was like going to bring up to hide. And it looked directly at me and I could have sworn it was looking like right in my eyes and I moved closer to it and it didn't move and it stared right at me and it kind of adjusted and it even leaned for it. I'm telling you the creepiest thing, but also really cool. It like leaned its head in to look at me like you would if you were like trying to get a closer look at something like if you're like squinting to see someone to see if you knew them and I got closer and it didn't move until there was a man walking his dog behind me that I didn't see because I had my headphones in and then it went up the tree but I was like this is so cool so anyways I will let you guys know if anything else comes up around these animals but I do want to just quickly talk about what the energy of the rabbits are and why I think it's coming up. So I didn't mention all of the details about my Akashic Records reading, and I feel like this may be why, because I'm still not going to get into all the details because it was long, but one of the main themes that came up was how I am connected to like sound and smells, how I work with essential oils, and I did this intuitively, didn't learn it anywhere. But I started intuitively choosing one to like smell for people in sessions. And then it would actually come through for people sometimes where they would be like, I was thinking about lavender or mint or whatever I was smelling. And so she picked up on these energies and she was saying that I'll be able to lead people through healing sessions and whatnot through these scents, even in a group experience, and also using sound to inform my artwork. I'm not going to get into all the details because it'll get me on a whole other tangent. But rabbits, the first thing I saw, you know, I told you before, even when I was talking about plants, how I will search on the internet, whatever the topic is, and then I'll open the one that I feel drawn to first. And I don't always have like a specific reference. I have a few that I trust more than others when it comes to like the animal stuff, especially. But this time I was just like, okay, you know, rabbits, like spiritual meaning, open it up. And they actually were talking about like physical things about rabbits. And they were specifically talking about how they are a representation of sensitivity and how they're hyper aware of their surroundings. And, you know, I was like, that totally resonates. Because like I said, I've been very aware of everything and I've been intentionally tuning into all of the subtleties of nature. Like I've noticed like the day that like certain buds open, I've been very, very aware and sound and smell I'm very, very attuned to. And rabbits smell 20 times more than humans. And while humans have like a decibel range that they can hear, it says in the article anyways, I didn't fact check it, but they said that we hear from 64 to 23,000 hertz, which is a lot, but rabbits hear 360 to 42,000. So that's like a full like basically 20,000 decibels more. So, you know, when their whiskers, like their little noses are always switching in their ears, they're communicating and receiving information through these like 
intensely sensitive senses, right? And I feel like that's what I'm meant to be developing more for myself is my clairs, like my subtle senses, using all of my human senses alongside my um, more like psychic senses to receive information from the natural world, from plants, from animals. That is exactly what I was feeling around it. And it made so much sense. And in terms of healing, like I feel like for me, it's just me transferring energy to people, right? I'm just the channel. I'm not, it's not coming from me. It's just through me. And so it's my way of like channeling the energy of different natural things. One thing that was interesting, just still on this tangent of the sensitivity was talking about how like sometimes we are desensitized to our own gifts and our own psychic senses because, you know, conditioning, all these things doesn't feel safe. And so I think it's kind of that combination of the messages I was getting before around the rabbit and being fearful. And then now realizing that it's more so just allowing myself to be more sensitive, allowing myself to feel and sense more and opening that up and not shutting things out so much, right? And so I've been gradually doing that, but I think it was just like this invitation to really just expand And just, again, I need the time to be able to sit in that energy and just see what I'm able to feel, hear, see whatever comes up, right? And it's all about this awareness. Like we disconnect from like empathy, awareness, nature, spiritual existence. These are the things they listed. And those are all the things I'm literally trying to connect to right now. And so it's, it's, this reminder that we get in, we get the card actually in Card Pull Friday somewhat often in the Angel Therapy deck, the highly sensitive. I don't know how it's worded, but basically is saying like your sensitivity is your gift. I'm always in my masculine, but something else that kind of ties into this, which I'm just realizing now, is that I posted actually a photo of myself in like this, um, like spaghetti strap jumpsuit. And I've had it for a long time. I bought it off a friend and I just haven't had a reason to wear it. And I had a friend who was visiting from another province just say, hey, like while I'm around, do you want to do a photo shoot? And that was the first reason I went to the Arboretum on Friday. And I panicked because I was like, what am I going to wear? She asked for any keywords or things that I had in mind for it. And I know it wasn't me because this doesn't sound like me. But the words that came to mind were light and soft. (laughs) And I was like, this is very feminine. And I was like kind of laughing because I've been told before that I have like this feminine guy that's always trying to push me to be more feminine. It's like a Venus guide in a way. That's just how I feel about it. Like it's me having that energy. And so I leaned into that. I did my makeup. We went to the Arboretum. We went in the morning. So it'd be softer lighting. And that makes now so much sense because I wasn't even thinking about these themes at that time because this. I wrote all this down last week when I did the episode, but it's interesting because that and like gentleness, I also got the deer card yesterday in the animal spirit deck, which is a similar energy about like compassion, empathy, um, and being gentle with yourself. And this one specifically, which I, this is, this was before I had that moment this week, right? And it literally says negative self-talk is like something that you're moving away from. And, you know, that's exactly what I experienced this week. And so I do feel like, again, this is where a lot of this growth is going to happen from this eclipse energy. But yeah, I also learned that the rabbit is connected to the moon in a lot of cultures and that because they're connected to fertility and our cycles are connected to the moon, 
that's why often the rabbit is seen as a fertility symbol. And so because of also this fertility, it also expands into abundance, new beginnings, and that's why it's seen as good luck. And then another just side note, a fun fact, is that even though I was born in 1988, which was the year of the dragon, I was born before the Chinese New Year. So technically I was born in the year of the rabbit, which was 1987. And dragons have been coming up a lot too around that like inner fire to want to do things with the solar plexus, but the year of the rabbit now makes sense because that actually would be an animal that I'm connected to that I didn't think of until I started, you know, brainstorming for this episode and letting things kind of come to mind. And so it talks about how the rabbit is both fearful and fearless, especially because this particular year, because they also cycle through the element and the year was the fire rabbit. And so fire creates earth. And so it was the earth dragon the next year. This fire and earth energy I feel really connected to as well. I feel like it makes a lot of sense. And so the descriptive words that they use in this source that I found for the fire rabbit is gentle, elegant, and alert, as well as this fearful and fearless. So outward, they're warriors. Inward, terrified of the consequences of their actions, which kind of makes sense for me. Um, I also have my Jupiter in Aries, which is actually the cycle that the planet is in right now. And so I do feel like I'm getting this boost to like move forward and with my own dreams and the things that I've been putting on the back burner. But I think that it's just cool that I had thought of that as well. On a side note too, I saw a fox one night, the same night that I saw the rabbit and I was like terrified for the rabbit, but they are also seen as being independent, clever, mischievous. But the thing that just connected in my head now, of what makes sense for that is that they're seen as being a symbol of beauty, which is the Venus energy. So I just gave you like the rundown of like the energy behind it. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of those themes coming up. So these, these might even resonate with you for things that you're working through. But I do feel like this eclipse energy is going to be super powerful. You just have to go onto Instagram and search and find all the people that are talking about it. My feed has been full of it, which has been great because I love learning these things. But I do really feel like the core of it for me is that theme going back to like cutting back your dreams to allow them to expand to their full potential. Because right now what I'm feeling is that like there are so many things that are going well, that are doing well, that I could do. And so it's hard to stop doing something that's going well when it doesn't seem to make sense. But I feel like it doesn't need to make sense because what I'm feeling very excited about is doing more art and being more creative and having more time to do my own reading and research and sitting in silence, going back to last year's themes of returning to silence and allowing things to come in, allowing my sensitivities to increase. The more I'm busy, the less time I have for that. So let me know how this feels for you. I do also want to mention that my birch prints are going to be probably printed this week. I had such a restful day on Thursday that I only got a few more printed. I'm still deciding how to do them, but feel free to message me if you know for sure you'd want one of those sessions. I haven't packaged it out yet of what it's going to be, but feel free to message me because there will be a limited amount. In the meantime, like I mentioned last time, my calendar is open for healing sessions and I am really enjoying those right now. I feel like with all of this earth energy, it's moving through me even more. So I look forward to hearing what comes up for you with these themes and with the eclipse energy. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. 
You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.